Abortion is a tragic part of our lives as Americans, even after overturning Roe versus Wade, and it continues to rob children of the right to live every day. What's even more devastating is that a number of people who get abortions say they would have chosen life if they'd have more support. And it's a majority of women who go through this. Preborn is stepping in to fill the gap. Women are being told that their babies are just, you know, clumps of cells. And Preborn blows away that myth by providing free ultrasounds and postnatal care to these women. Once once they've introduced their the mother to their child, they're going to be very likely, in fact, more than twice as likely to choose life for that child. They're truly doing the work of God, but they do need your help. Please be part of the ministry that stands in that gap for life. When you support Preborn, you not only support women, you also empower them. Your donation of $28 will help a woman make a choice that she won't have to regret for the rest of her life, and it gives her the ultimate blessing, uh, life. I mean, you can save a life. Just dial pound uh, pound 250, say the keyword baby, pound 250, the keyword is baby, or visit preborn.com slash Glenn, preborn.com slash Glenn. We have one more hour of the radio program here coming up. cozying up to the Chinese going on uh, in San Francisco this week. Uh, our president has reestablished that relationship, and it's now so strong. So we'll uh, share some of that with you and, and much, much more uh, coming up in one minute. You know what's missing from your day? It's that big sigh of relief, the one that comes when you look around at the economic turmoil in the United States and abroad, and remember that you've been wise. You've planned ahead. You've worked to secure your own economic future with a hedge against insanity. In America, we're sitting on that little roller coaster car at the top of the hill, kind of inching our way forward, waiting for that big fall. And honestly, you can almost feel it in the air sometimes how close we are. In times of economic uncertainty, wisdom calls for diversifying and stability. As the dollar's power weakens and financial institutions recoil, one company stands firm, company's gold line. After the current, you know, nonsense that we're dealing with, they're offering a beacon of security against the backdrop of an otherwise very dark future. Please do yourself a favor and call Goldline today. Understand what's going on in the world and learn your financial future and how it can be progressed the best way possible. Today's the best, uh, last day. Goldline presents an opportunity unheard of in today's economic climate. With every tube of 25 quarter ounce Mayflower rounds with your, pur- your purchase, Goldline is going to offer 200 of their Mind Your Business silver bars for free. 200 silver bars for free? Sounds pretty exciting. Call 866-GOLDLINE, 866-GOLDLINE, or go to goldline.com. It's goldline.com. That's Pat and Stu for Glenn today. Um, it's it's been amazing to watch what happened in San Francisco uh, this week with the big summit of all the 
uh, leaders around the globe. I think there's 21 countries, right, that gathered. Fascinating. <clears throat> Fascinating. Really terrific. And, of course, they cleaned up San Francisco because of it. Uh, they got the they got the homeless camps completely wiped out and then, <clears throat> I guess, had all the uh, homeless people gather in, I don't know, some other area out of the way and behind the scenes where, yeah. where President Xi couldn't see him. Because that amazing. would be embarrassing. Yeah, it would be embarrassing. Em- They're not embarrassing. It's not the rest of the time. No. That's San Franciscans fine. love it. They do. They love it. Uh, they feel really secure. Like, say, when you're especially a woman walking to work uh, through those tent cities early in the morning. Oh, yeah. As it's we saw one them. woman show that journey a couple of weeks ago. It was amazing. Uh, and they like, they like the fact, I think, that there's human feces. Uh, in the streets and on the sidewalks. And sidebox. urine. Don't just and urine. blow off the urine. True. Yeah, the urine's a big plus. Big plus. And big so, plus. It washes away the feces. Um, <laughs> they've had the ability to do this, and they haven't done it for for Californians. Yeah. You know, it's, it's amazing, Jeez. too. You know, Pat, you were there, I think, for the, for the Super Bowl Super when it was Bowl. in San Francisco. Yeah. And they also didn't do it then. No, they did now, not. it was not as bad as it is today. On an, on an average Still, day. it was bad. It, but it was very bad. We were there, and it was And we saw ugly. the human feces. Smelled the human feces. The, I, in really I nice neighborhoods. The worst smell mm-hmm. I have ever smelled in my entire life was on a walk to the show one day when we were doing uh, uh, we were some sort of meeting or some meeting related to the show. Mm-hmm. And I remember walking there to meet you guys and walking by some encampment, and it was... <sighs> I can still smell it today. It was the worst thing I've ever smelled in my entire life. And this is happening, of course, to people who live in San Francisco every single day. It's been much, much worse. It's, you know, obviously got a lot worse during COVID and has maintained that increase. Yeah. And they're able to clean that up. And it's funny because, Pat, one of their big things was... We can't do it. We would love to do it. We'd love to clean this up. We can't do it because of all the, there, there's been this court case and this court case and this law and this yeah. thing. We can't. We and just, then all we're of a powerless. Sudden, but when President Xi's coming China's to town. China's coming to town, so oh, it's all gone. We took care of it. Amazing. Amazing how that happens. <laughs> and it, I loved, it shows who they care about. I loved uh, the Gavin Newsom press conference <clears throat> where he said, yeah, you know what? A lot of people are saying that we did this because world leaders were coming to town. <clears throat> and it's true. Because it's true. Mm, that was incredible His exact insight. Words. I love that because this is the guy they say is the big replacement if Biden yeah. decides to go away. Like this is the level of skill we're talking about on the Democratic <laughs> side. It's true because it's, it's true. true. Uh-huh. And then they ask, they're like, "Well, hey, you made that really dumb comment the other day. Do you have some other way of saying that?" Uh, it's like if people come to your house and you gonna clean up the house. <laughs> That was his answer. It's like, well, I, you also keep it clean for the people who live in the house, don't you? Don't you? Or do you, do you cover the inside of your home with feces as well? I doubt it. His Unreal. house is probably pretty nice. But we know that he doesn't live by the rules of everybody else. We saw that during COVID when he was going out to the French laundry oh, yeah. and uh, and everyone else was locked in their homes. He was out eating dinner with all of his friends. Which, by the way, is not a laundromat, uh, the French laundry. It should be. Um, It's a very nice restaurant that's very expensive. And he, of course, went when he told everybody else, they can't. Mm -hmm. Sorry, you can't go out. I I can because I'm important. And I'm going to a really nice place that you can't afford. It was a a birthday. It was just like, you know, like when, look, you can't go to a funeral for your loved one. But 
this is guy's a congressman. So everyone yeah. can go and they can all be inside sitting next to each other for hours and hours and hours as speeches and singing and everything else is going on. Don't worry mm. about it. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Uh, Amazing. It really is. So Biden, um, there's a little montage of how Biden was talking about China not being our enemies. They're our friends. And he bent over backwards to uh, make it sound ridiculous that people have been saying that China is going to eat our lunch. Anyway, here's that. China is not our enemy. I believe then, and I'm even more convinced now, that a rising China is an incredibly positive development for incredibly not only China, okay. but the United States and the rest of the world. Sure. It is in our self-interest that China continue to prosper. China is a great nation, and we should hope for the continued expansion. We want to see wow. China rise. A rising China can be a significant asset for the region and mm-hmm. the world. Huh? China is going to eat our lunch? Come on, man. They're not Come bad folks, man. but guess what? What? They're not a they're, they're not, they're they're not, not a competition a, for us. China is not our problem. We can help them with some of their problems. China is not a problem. The idea that China is going to eat our lunch. Stupid, right? It's bizarre. Yeah. So it's bizarre. About, what are we what are we worried about? We talk about China yeah. as our competitor. We should be helping. Well, Do you think in retrospect that you were naive about China? No. No. Uh-uh. No. Wow. He wasn't naive. It's really bad. Now, who was it? Donald Trump that said. China was going to eat our lunch? Who was it that was saying? I'd never heard anybody talking, an official talking about China eating our lunch uh, until um, I was on the phone heard for it from this two guy. straight hours with Xi Jinping. Uh-huh. And uh, you all know as well as I do, these folks, uh-huh. uh, and it was a good conversation. I know him well. We spent a lot of time together. A lot of time. The, uh, over the years I was vice president. Yeah. And... Uh, and- but, uh, you know, they're going to, we don't get moving, they're going to eat our lunch. Oh, so he's been saying it. He's the one that said it. So his own idea was bizarre. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And ridiculous. <laughs> this guy. Uh, there's a lot to say. That, and that, and th- yeah. that sort of stuff yeah. is really going to hurt him in the general election if this election has anything to do with a critique of Biden's presidency. And we know the media is going to do everything they can to avoid that. Mm-hmm. But if people are watching this, that's really those are really bad clips. And I will say, too, it, you know, it's revealing in multiple ways, because even the clips from like 2019 in that montage, the energy level is totally right, different. different. I, I, I mean, that's yes, jarring. That's true. I mean, that's him basically running for president in a lot of those clips. Yeah. And... He seems kind of like how you remember Joe Biden from back in the day, a totally different human being than what we're seeing today. By a lot. By a lot. So can you imagine, this guy gets another four years. That's five years down the road. What is he going to be like then? Oh, my God. How is it possible he's even considering this? I mean, I I don't know if he's backing off uh, the run for president and he's trying to set up the, I don't know, make the fall at the end a little bit softer because the other day he talked about Gavin Newsom taking his job. Did you did no, you see I that? No, I didn't clip? see that. No. Oh uh, yeah, he was talking about how great I mean, Gavin Newsom, Newsom is. Newsom wants the job. There's oh, no doubt about that. Yeah, no question. I mean, it seems like I, I don't know if this is true, but the, the the way this seems is it feels like, you know, Newsom wants the job really badly, realizes that Biden is not going to willingly step down anytime soon. Mm-hmm. So he's positioned himself as the alternative and maybe possibly has actually coordinated this with the White House. 
in a way, because you listen right. to his comments about Biden recently. They're very complimentary, uh, you know, absurdly complimentary. He's been doing yeah. an incredible job. Like, no one believes he's doing an incredible job. Even like, even the good Dr. Jill doesn't believe that. Let's be honest about <laughs> it. And so he's been aligning himself with Biden and maybe is trying to set himself up for if this does go mm -hmm. awry, if God forbid something happens with his health or um, more you know, likely he, he is uh, his the pressure against him becomes large enough that he does feel the need to step down or the president, maybe his family situation worsens, whatever it is. Mm -hmm gavin's there to step in but he's you know I, gosh I, I think people get this weird uh, impression of gavin newsom that he's good at what he does he's not oh california yeah is in terrible it's a disaster shape. and he's not good like he's not good mm. he can speak better than joe biden but uh, better than kamala harris but like what standard is that he, he he flubs stuff like this. He's flubbed several of these situations. He totally flubbed that the French laundry situation that yeah. we talked about. Yeah. Um, he was really bad during that. He's obviously had many personal scandals. He was sleeping with his best friend's wife. He's got tons of stuff like that that people barely know. Wow. And the fact that, you know, people find him generally good looking or generally well spoken is <laughs> not. A, that's it. That's what he's got. That's the whole that's the whole package with Newsom. And, you know, you see his moves to the center on certain issues lately. It feels like he's running for president. He's running campaign ads in Florida. He's offering to debate Ron DeSantis. Like, there's all these weird things he's doing. And I think that debate is on, isn't it? Supposedly it was on, although I have not heard word one about I it since no. they agreed to it. Right. So, I don't know. Maybe they, maybe somebody's decided to back down from that. I doubt it's DeSantis because he he needs to have a moment like that. He needs yeah, he that, does. like... A moment where he takes down Gavin Newsom publicly would be very beneficial toward his. Now campaign. you know the polls. So is he? Has he actually fallen behind Nikki Haley in in some of the polls? So there's an argument to be made. Like the Haley campaign would make an argument to you today that they are in second place, and that mm. argument goes something like this: Yeah, the national polls, DeSantis is in second, and yes, most polls show DeSantis in second in Iowa. However, if you kind of play this out. If DeSantis loses in Iowa, he's probably toast. I mean, I would say <laughs> Iowa's a must-win state for Ron DeSantis. And he's behind Trump by what? 30 points there? Something like 30 points. Now, that's yeah. closer than the national polls. And, I, you know, you talk to some experts. Mm. Steve Dace is on this network. He's a, he's, a, I mean, he's a DeSantis supporter, but also a guy who really knows Iowa politics. I mean, like the mm -hmm. individuals on the ground. He's been in this world forever. And he's much more confident than the polls would assert about DeSantis's chance. I, you oh. know, who knows? Um, okay. But uh, so they, you know, he, she, he just got a huge endorsement uh, from the governor, a, a very popular governor among yeah. Republican voters, uh, endorsed Ron DeSantis. So that's a pretty big deal in the state. So he has a chance there. But I think he either needs to win or maybe if he came very close, second place, maybe he'd still have a chance. The reason why I'm making this point about uh, DeSantis in the Haley context, though, is that. Haley is currently in second in New Hampshire, and she's much more well-designed for New Hampshire than maybe Ron DeSantis or, you know, someone like Mike Pence was or, you know, Tim Scott was. She's a moderate, right? You mm. The early states mm -hmm. are, you have a religious sort of conservative state when it comes to Iowa. Then you go to a, um, a more moderate state when it comes to New Hampshire, where Haley and Christie are both doing relatively well. What the big hook here, though, is the third state is South Carolina, a state that's more similar to Iowa, but it's Nikki Haley's home state. So if you have a situation mm. where DeSantis does not win Iowa, you could make the argument, and I think Haley's going to try to make this argument, 
that she is the only one who can challenge Trump in New Hampshire, which there's something to that. And mm-hmm. then she's probably also going to be the best chance to unseat Trump in South Carolina. After that, it opens up again. But can DeSantis go through two states if he doesn't win Iowa? Can he go through two states where he does not perform as well and still survive long into the primary? There's a big question about that. The other part about this, of course, is in a way you're running two different primaries, right? One primary is we're all trying to win. The normal way a primary is run, right? Like you're going for the NBA championship. Everyone's trying to win the NBA championship. And then there's this other odd primary going on where everyone realizes the, you know, uh, the Golden State Warriors are the best team. But there's a there's a 10% chance the Golden State Warriors might get thrown out of the league in in, in January or February. And yeah. so let's all try to become the second best team in the league and be the alternative if Golden State gets thrown out of the league. And that's where a lot of these candidates are. It's, I think, in if in a moment of honesty, it's entirely where Nikki Haley is. Because Haley does not have the... Um, the ability, I think, to pull Trump voters. DeSantis does. DeSantis mm-hmm. has a lot of Trump voters who love Trump and yeah. have Trump as their second choice, but like DeSantis better. In addition to that, a lot of those Trump voters who love Trump and have Trump first have DeSantis as their second choice. And Trump, if he decides uh, or if he needs to step down or they decide to throw him in prison or God only knows what they're going to do to the guy, yeah. if he's not there there's a better argument but i think haley would make the argument she's in second place because if desantis can't win in iowa she's the one better positioned to take out trump in both new hampshire and uh south carolina now i think the my view would be desantis is still in second place he's got a much better chance to win in iowa which is really important and also he's still stronger in the national polls than haley and has an opportunity to pull from that trump voting base that nikki haley doesn't seem to have yeah uh but Look, that this race going forward is going to be fascinating. And, and you, you look at a guy like Chris Christie, who probably will make this next debate. You wonder what his argument is for being in this race. The whole point of Christie, at least from his stated you know, uh, launch of his campaign, was to be like the tough guy to take on Trump in debates. The debates, you know, where Trump isn't going. So that, that rationale has dried up. Mm-hmm. And... He is polling relatively well in New Hampshire, but solely in New Hampshire. He's got, a, you know, I don't know, close to 10% of the poll uh, polls in some of these states, which, again, compared to Trump is nothing, but compared to the other candidates is he's showing pretty well. He's ahead of yeah. DeSantis in some of the polls in New Hampshire. More on this and much more uh, coming up in one minute. Uh, it's unfortunately the case that the events of 9-11 didn't stop taking lives on 9-12. The generation that's growing up right now knows almost nothing about it. And if, if, if that ever, if that statement ever didn't make sense to you, the last couple of days should have set it in stone when you watch people on TikTok cheer on the words of Osama bin Laden. My goodness. Uh, you know, thank God the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute was formed specifically for this reason. They're helping educate kids from kindergarten through 12th grade. Does this seem important to you today? After what we've seen the last couple of days, thank God there's somebody doing this. Uh, This is one of the darkest days in our nation's history, and they have nonfiction first-person accounts. They're told through videos and Discovering Heroes book series. These are moving true stories that can help new generations of kids never forget. The Institute offers a full curriculum with social studies lessons, activities, and background for teachers, and a speakers bureau for classrooms with access to 9-11 first responders, survivors, and loved ones. 
They also have a mobile exhibit, a tractor trailer that's an interactive museum with 9-11 artifacts and uh, all sorts of stuff going on. A scholarship program. It's just these people are awesome. They do great work for our, our fallen heroes and their families. Uh, never forget. And if any, again, if you ever needed a reminder uh, that that's important as a concept, this week has really set that, I think, to uh, the foreground. We must educate future generations. Help uh, our uh, our nation honor its vow to never forget. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. It's T, the number two, T.org for Tunnel to Towers. 10 seconds, Station ID. Uh, Pat and Stupert Glenn today. Um, seven two, it's triple eight seven two seven B E C K. If you want to get in touch with this, uh, you mentioned the debate coming up. Is it uh, th- a couple of Wednesdays away? December sixth. Right? Yeah, December sixth. So a week from this coming Wednesday. Sounds right. I'm not sure. Uh, Two weeks from this coming. Let's. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know the calendar very well, Pat. But I will say, Megan Kelly is one of the moderators. Um, so I'm excited to see that. I think she'll do a good job. You know, someone who kind of knows yeah. what, you know, conservative-leaning voters care about, not like some yeah. random Univision woman no one's ever heard of to ask all the left-wing liberal questions about why don't we let everyone just cross the border whenever they want. Yeah. Uh, there's no value in that to me. Has Trump uh, Two def- weeks, by the definitively, way, definitively said whether or not he's going to be in the debate? I don't I, think I, he's... I don't know uh, that I've heard him make a statement on this debate, though. I would though. Love for him to be in it. He's not going to, though. I mean, this, the, the strategy has worked. The, the, the risk here was that voters would hold him accountable and say, you're not showing up and it's pissing us off. And that has not and been the case. And that's not happening. They don't and it's seem too to care. bad because I need to know what he feels, what his policy is on current events. I know we already saw him be president and I liked that, but I, I need to hear about what you're going to do about the current situation in Israel. Uh, what about what about Ukraine? Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot. There's a lot Taiwan. there. Taiwan. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's all kinds of issues that need to be addressed. It would be great if he was there. I don't it think would he, be great. I mean, look, he made a strategic decision. It was a risk at the time. It, I think, has shown to be successful. Yeah. And, and there's no reason to change to it. it. He's up by He's you know, dozens and dozens of points. Why would you alter it at this point? Just for the people. I guess that's not enough. Just for us. Yeah. It would be great. I mean, look, it would what? be interesting. It would be yes. uh, entertaining. It would be informative. Mm-hmm. It would be more fun. <laughs> uh, but, you know, look, I it's hard to blame him strategically, but I, I, I think for the American it people, it would be a good thing. The Glenn Beck Program. You know, you want to give your dog the healthiest, happiest life that they can possibly have. It's your responsibility, really, as a pet owner. Your dog is part of your family and... I know you love your dog, want the best for your dog. So it probably comes as an unpleasant surprise when you find out that most dog food, and especially all that kibble food that we buy, it's sterilized. It's uh, dead food, and it contains little to no nutrition because all of that's been burned right out of it. So that's why you need Rough Greens. Rough Greens is not a dog food. It's a dog food supplement developed by naturopathic 
Dr. Dennis Black. You just sprinkle this on top. of My, my dog won't, uh, won't eat her food without rough greens on top of it. When you just pour the food in the bowl, she's like, okay, where's the rest? And? Uh-huh. <laughs> Get to the real point. Loves the rough greens. If it's healthy for your dog, it's probably in rough greens. So they're so confident about that. They want to give you a special bag. Go to roughgreens.com slash back or call 833-GLEN33. Check out Studos America and Pat Gray Unleashed every day on YouTube, youtube.com slash Studos America and slash Pat Gray Unleashed. It's Pat and Stu for Glenn today, and we are joined in studio right now for some reason, I don't know, <laughs> uh, by Jeff Fisher. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Hello. has come in to per- potentially do a, a fat five for us. We're, well, I don't know about that. A you don't fat know about that. five? Gonna work that fat long. five. Wow. Yeah, it's five stories that are, they're not <laughs> necessarily fat, but the person who <laughs> delivers them. No, it's about the show. It's not about the person. No, right. Oh, right. Because right. this show is called That's what, the That's what I meant. It's about the, yes. It's not about the person. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that about, hurts. I thought there was no fat shaming. No, there, well, not on my show on Pat Gray Unleashed, of course, but this show. Uh, <laughs> Glenn yeah. is oh, very definitely much, fat yeah, shaming on this show. Yeah, fat shaming. Glenn's very pro fat shaming, unfortunately. <laughs> but he's okay because he fat shames himself from time to time. Yes. So, and, uh, not as much as some other people, though. Just yeah, no, saying. It's true. I think <laughs> just saying. That's true. It's a very, it it's true. A very fair point. Um, yeah. We were just talking, Jeffy, about uh, this approach from uh, Joe Biden and what he can do going forward and we went through this <laughs> I, I gotta give you this this is from jonathan martin he's a very okay. well-sourced reporter from politico and which is not a right-wing publication no, by, any, by any means and let me just give you this outline of what how he describes the situation it's incredible because we hear you're talking about our president our president right? joseph robin I feel like sometimes when you're doing a conservative show with conservative media and a lot of conservative listeners, we all sort of understand like, okay, Joe Biden sucks. He can't do his job. He's got dementia. He's like, a bubbling all, old fool. Right. Something like that. And like uh-huh. our feeling, I think oftentimes would also assume that now, like- I am personally offended by all of that. Oh, you are? Yeah, I am. Yeah, Thank you. I, I Thank have you. respect for, the, for office. the office. Thank you. You know. I have respect for the Thank office. You. It's so. not the person in it. <laughs> So I think we all kind of think, okay, we all know that Joe's, you know, and they, and the left is all in denial on it. Like they all think, oh, this guy, mm-hmm. he's okay. He's actually doing a great job. Bidenomics is working. All this crap that they say all the time. Right. When in reality. You want to save the, democracy. Right, stay yeah, with Joe. Yeah, right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But in reality, behind the scenes, they sound just like us. They know all the same things we know. How can, you, how can they not? How can they it's not? It's right there in front of you. Mm-hmm. It's blatantly obvious. So let me give you this from, from uh, Jonathan Martin. He says uh, that the article is about how Biden can turn things around before the election. Mm. He writes, for Biden to win re-election, he must make changes. I spoke to dozens of Democrats and anti-Trump Republicans about what the president can do on personnel, presentation, and strategy to improve his prospects. The level of despair was striking. I bet. Since beginning this column a year ago, I've written repeatedly about the chasm between what Democrats say in private versus public about Biden. And you go back to like the 2016 election. This was happening a lot on the Republican side. Republicans would say positive things about Trump uh, when they're on TV. 
And then they would run to reporters like Jonathan Martin and say, uh, Trump's the worst. There's no chance of winning. He's the worst guy ever. Right. They would always have kind of speaking out of two sides of their mouths. The Democrats are doing that now. Yeah, well, about they've been Biden. leaking, right? That's, I mean, this is, this is their way of saying that Joe has to butch up, right? And, he, and they leak the stories and other people saying, well, maybe it's time for Joe to start thinking about this. Yeah, I think yeah. that's part of it. Now, this is the most extraordinary passage, though, in, in this entire piece. 2024 will be an extraordinary election, and it demands extraordinary measures. That's in part for reasons Biden refuses to accept his capacity to do <laughs> the job. That's really something. It's something. Again, this is not a right wing, you know, crazy conservative person. This is a, le- you know, it's a politico. He's, a, he's a left of center for and sure. Again, very well yeah. sourced. He says the oldest president in history, when he first took the oath, Biden will not be able to govern and campaign in the manner of previous no incumbents. Mm-hmm. He simply does not have the capacity to do it. No way. Wow. And his staff doesn't Jeez. trust him to even try, as they make clear by blocking him from the press. Biden's bid will give new meaning to a Rose Garden campaign, and it requires accommodation that to that avoidable fact of life. I mean, that... Oh, yeah. That is, of course, obvious to all of us, but also disqualifying. You should not be even able to run for president if you don't have the capacity to do the job. Right. Well, he doesn't have the capacity to do the job, Stu, the way you think it should be done. Okay. Is the problem. Okay. Yes. The way he thinks it should be done is the way it needs to be done. And that's what's good for America. How how does he think it should be done? I have no idea. I have no idea. I'm trying to stick up for him, but it's very hard. (laughs) (laughs) It's very difficult. In his cognizant moments. He has to know he yeah. can't do this. He has, has to, to know. Right? And he just and, discounts it. And you know darn well that his do people around Jill, him And do. Jill. Yes. Jill, Absolutely. his wife, should want criminal. the best for him and for America, and it's not good for either. So somebody should be intervening in this guy. And when he talked life. about staff, I mean, who goes? What, what is Kamala go? I know. That's the problem. That's I think. a big if problem. If they had, like, let's say they had talked to, I don't know. Again, I'm not as excited about Michelle Obama as a lot of people in the media Shh. are. But sorry, I don't mean to offend you <laughs> or to remind her to maybe run. Yeah. But like if she were like excited about it and about to step in, like I think they would do something about this because they would find a real prospect. But it will be it's going to be very hard for them to say no to Kamala. So mm-hmm. they it's going to be difficult for the Democratic yep. Party to do that. And they know she's sure. terrible. They also their other choice is Gavin Newsom, who I we were just talking about this sucks. Yeah, Gavin <laughs> Newsom is not a good candidate. He almost got recalled in California. You know, I, I hate to give them tips, especially helpful tips, but the only shot they have is Richard Gephardt. <laughs> well, Richard. if only, you know, send out the Richard signal right now. Like the bat signal, it just says Richard. Or well, maybe Dick. Well, they don't have and to. Yeah, they just... just... <laughs> Just put up Dick. I mean, he's right there. That's he's right. right there at That's the, all you have at to the gateway to the West That's in St. Louis, right? All you have to do. I don't know is where he is. Yeah, I think he's in St. Louis, right? And so, let Richard yeah. come to the rescue. You, now, you've said this for years, and he's <laughs> and never come happen. to the rescue. <laughs> no, he hasn't. Also, when he ran, he lost uh, every single time. Well, yes, but that was that a different we, time. before we needed him. It's another era. Yes, we need him now. Kephart. <laughs> yeah. Really, there isn't anyone. They don't have anyone who could step in and they would be excited about. They keep talking Michelle. about... Uh, I mean, Michelle would be... Michelle's the only one. But, like, are you with me on this, Jeffy? That She's the only one. If Michelle stepped in, 
she would immediately lead the race and she would have she would enter the race with 70 percent approval rating she would start speaking and in two months yeah that would totally reverse she would start speaking she would start speaking Mm -hmm. and this is why i think the solution with michelle obama if there is one that's why you think is to bring her in last minute i think if they brought her her, in let her go in Mm -hmm. september before the election, yeah, there might be enough of a honeymoon window for her to pull it off. But I don't think she's a good campaigner. I think the more no, she talks, not. the less people like her. Yeah, yeah that, that's, that's true. true. You know, that she, is true. I, I don't. Mm-hmm. People only see her as this like um, a person who doesn't have a negative influence on their lives because she doesn't have any power. She's just a she's just the first lady. She's just married to the president or With the former darn president. Nice arms. What well, the arms are incredible. Oh, incredible arms. I mean, incredible. The best arms of all time. Well, I mean, that's because she's secretly a man, right? <laughs> Big Mike. Everybody knows. Is that where we're going with this? That's where we're going. Okay. I thought that's yeah. where you were going. <laughs> no. Are you sure? Her arms are very feminine and delightful in every way. I don't yeah. Th- and she's, she is a, a, a damn handsome woman. I she mean, is, let's just be real. I mean, she's, look. Right? Male or female, she's handsome. <laughs> Is this something, by the way, that she could get angry about? Because, I mean, I, there's been this you know, the conspiracy thing? theory for a long time that she yeah. was a man. But it's like, <laughs> if at this point in modern society, could a Democrat say, how dare you accuse me of being trans? I mean, I don't think she That's could even say that. Oh, yeah. I, yeah I don't think right. she could. Because why is that an insult? Why is that why an is insult? That, yeah. Why is it a problem? <laughs> it's a positive thing. It's it definitely just not a problem for right. him or her because it's already there. I just don't mm. think this is helpful. Why did we? Why did we invite him on? I forget now. I can't I forget. Did you have something you wanted like, to bring to the table that I wanted to bring to the yeah, table? Like, I mean, you do. Let me let me just remind you. You do a podcast called Chewing the Fat. I assume there's some content on it. Once in a while. Is there anything that you've done? Let's say in the last six months that's been interesting. You could bring that, for example, to the table. Do you have anything like that? It's a tall order for you. Oh, last six months. Oh, yeah. We can say. I mean, we can wish Snoop Dogg good luck. Okay. Okay. uh, Because he's announced that he's going to give up uh, his his weed smoking. Said he's going to give up smoking. Really? He said he's going to give up Mm. smoking and that he wanted to uh, have some privacy uh, after he announced it. After having a conversation with family members, he wants to give up smoke. That's a tall order. Do we know why? No, we do not. He just decided that's just what he announced on social media. That's big Um, news. Now, we assume, we've always assumed for years that he smokes a lot of pot. Right, I mean, he smokes a lot. <laughs> I, I think <laughs> we can confirm lot. that one, actually. He's done and, it on film many times. I know. I yeah. know. So, I mean, now that's not only uh, physical, but mental withdrawal. Now, that's, that's going to take some time. He does need some privacy. Mm, My okay. man's going to be having a tough time of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I will I, say. Now, is he going to continue with edibles? Do we know? If, I don't it just know. Smoking? It was just the smoking, right? Because that's what Willie Nelson did right, for a long time. I oh, think really? Willie might be done with it all now. But he, he went to edibles because his lungs couldn't take the smoke anymore. Mm. I mean, I, not that I'm familiar with things like that no well you're the picture of health it's on you can't compare your health to others because you're just so i don't like physical specimen like to you know well it's unfair to others really when you get right down to it it's just unfair to i work hard yeah you know speaking of snoop though his girlfriend martha stewart uh was (laughs) martha stewart's uh Oh, Snoop, Snoop, and, Snoop and Martha been together for a while. You know? Oh, really? I don't know if, I don't know if he considers her a girlfriend, while. but, you know, <laughs> maybe, you know, a little business friend. Really? Uh-huh. Yeah, business friend for sure. We oh, are breaking okay. news here. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. we're not breaking news. It's been in the, every tabloid across the across America. Has it really? I didn't realize that. Is that a real thing? It was for a while. 
Yeah. That they were dating? Oh, yeah, that they were taking care of some business. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Get out oh, of here. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. Is that a real oh, thing? Oh, yeah. What, a, what an hey, odd are couple. Are you going to say be. no to Martha? Yes. Wait, this is way better than the Taylor Swift, Jason, uh, Travis Kelsey way thing. Way better, yeah. <laughs> Snoop Dogg and Martha Stewart. Oh yeah, that That's was the thing. thing. That was huh. absolutely not yeah. anymore. They've broken up. As far as I know, it's not. It oh, I hate to hear out. that. I Even know. though I didn't know about the relationship in the first place, I I hate to hear about its demise. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, very sad. That's not good. Mm-hmm. Well, All right. I won't move on. I won't tell you anymore about okay. Martha. She's just given up Thanksgiving cooking. Okay, and I thought Wait Mar- a minute, that she's. What is she I know. Do instead? She just says she's calling off. Some friends got sick. She's calling off the Thanksgiving dinner. You know what I bet she's gathering. doing instead? She's just ordering Kexi cookies. I bet that's what. <laughs> I bet that's what her wow, deal is. Wow, that was expert, <laughs> expertly done. A promo for his cookie company worked right into the Snoop Dogg story. Hey, whether you're uh, Martha Stewart, you're no longer doing Thanksgiving cooking, or uh-huh. you're just really high, right. and you got the munchies. Perfect. Kexi Kexi cookies. K-E-K-S-I dot com. That's where you get them. Uh, we Amazing. got some specials uh, for uh, Black Friday. Check out the website for that. And uh, and it's, I mean, we have that new Boston cream pie cookie. Yeah, that's pretty good. That, oh, so it's, good. It's way more than, don't listen to this fat guy. It is <laughs> think he'd know, phenomenally good. good. Yeah. You'd think. But I like it. That's know. okay. It's too bougie for you, is what my guess is. But I will uh, say the- uh, my, Try it. Can I uh, just, we're, this is off topic, but the yeah. Kexi uh, cookies approach for, for a mm-hmm. holiday party? Yeah. Because I mean- Oh, look, yeah, yeah. This is, this is how I do mm-hmm. it. And I've done this multiple times. Okay. You order, uh, uh, you know, whatever, a bunch of Kexi cookies, get them mm-hmm. delivered to your house, yeah. and then you get a big platter out. You cut them into quarters. That's smart. And then you arrange them on the platter. Right. And then people can come in and like sample all the different ones. Okay. Huge hit at every holiday party. I've awesome. ever tried it. That's a good people, idea. So I would, I would highly recommend it. that process you started. Serve the cookies. But people don't. <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> I, I will say. I cut the cookies in a quarter. <laughs> hey, thanks. Like the Kexi cookie experience for uh-huh. for one single individual is a bit intimidating. It's like when I They're saw big. The, when maybe I saw, maybe for some, yeah, not for Jeffy. But when I saw the first Kexi cookie, it was like the the opening scene in Star Wars where the Empire <laughs> ship is going by and it just keeps going by really slow. Like, when is this gonna end? This is six months of eating I'm in the middle of. Yeah, they're big. They're yeah, big. They're so quarter of them. Is great, and you feel like you're not eating mm-hmm. an entire cookie when you right, have four individual are. pieces, yeah. and you get four samples. Right, which I yeah. and there's almost no calories in them that way. When you eat oh, them really? like that, yeah, it for some reason it uh, dissolves. Yeah, the, I think it. I think the calories spill out the sides. When you <laughs> cut it. Okay, yeah. It's oh, weird. so that's even better than yeah. you think, right? Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. More coming up. In a minute. <laughs> it's amazing. All right, let me tell you about preborn. Uh, we must be the change we want to see in society. Uh, we celebrated when Roe versus Wade was overturned, and rightly so, but the national stain of abortion continues, and we have to keep working to end it by changing the hearts and minds of our brothers and sisters. One great way to do this is by donating to preborn. They're saving lives every day by providing mothers in crisis with free ultrasounds. And that's not all. They offer those mothers maternity clothes, doctor's visits, and they help uh, them for you know like two years after birth. They don't. They always say, "Well, how you got can't be pro life. You got to be pro the whole life." Well, you know, preborn is actually doing something about that, and they do this because of generous people like you who believe in saving lives and give what you have. If you got a dollar, a dollar's great. A twenty-eight dollar donation—that's the price of an ultrasound. It could make the difference between the life and that death of a child, and any amount is tax deductible, and it goes directly to that work. So. Please give to Preborn. They're a great organization with fantastic people 
Get involved today by dialing pound 250 and say the keyword baby, pound 250. The keyword is baby or donate securely online at preborn.com slash Beck, preborn.com slash Beck. It's sponsored by Preborn. The Glenn Beck Program. Pat and Stu for Glenn, 888-727-BECK. Use that number Monday when he's back. Um, <laughs> we got Jeffy in studio as well. Uh, yeah, one more one more uh, from the Fat Five, uh, from Chewing the Fat uh, podcast. Uh, Amazon is going to soon uh, let people order automobiles uh, from their website uh, starting next year. Now, I will say, I don't know how many drones that takes to have that delivered <laughs> to my home. One but, really big one. One really giant drone. But I'm okay with it. Yeah. I'm okay with it. No problem. So, so they're partnering with Hyundai, and they're gonna be, you're gonna be able to buy cars on Amazon. I just I don't understand. Speaking of the drone thing, I don't know how they're gonna make that work. They're from still a, trying. From a practical standpoint, how does it, how can that work? I, I don't get it. Well, there's still many of it are in trial periods, right? I mean, they're delivering. Some pharmacies are delivering here in the Metroplex as well. They've got uh, some delivery services that they're going through trial. Uh, yeah, but purposes. it's difficult, right? Well, if you follow the Jeff Fisher chewing the fat plan. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, with drone delivery okay. uh, every new house or your house could be retrofitted with a drone delivery chute on the <laughs> roof <laughs> and oh, so and who pays for package that? does uh, jeff bezos not, pay for my we're, we're not worried about the money right now okay. we're worried right. about we have plenty of money we're rich country. <laughs> worried about That's the true. drones dropping off the product at your home and just okay. sh- dropping and they never right miss in. right they never right miss out. and go through the roof it's a drone delivery yeah. shoot yeah. of you course it would work of course now, is bezos a chewing the fat listener do we know <laughs> uh, he should be i'll okay. tell you that he should be because what a brilliant idea you don't get that <laughs> just don't. anywhere no right? you don't you don't no you don't no no right well, Stu and I will be Nowhere back else, here actually Monday. Yeah, we will. As I come to think of it. Mm-hmm. Right. Glenn's on vacation is up next week. So we'll be here. We'll the see Glenn you then. The Glenn Beck Program.